Welcome to episode 35 of the Unstoppable Podcast with special guest Marcy Locke. My name is Dan J. Gregory, and I am committed to hunting down the secrets of business mastery and human performance. My goal for the Unstoppable Podcast is to share insights from some of the most successful entrepreneurs, inspiring thought leaders, world-class athletes, and prominent celebrities to help you to become unstoppable in business and life. Each week, I'll be bringing you a new interview with an inspiring person and sharing my own results as I pursue the answer to the question, how can I create the ultimate edge in my business, make a significant impact, and live an extraordinary life? Welcome to episode 35 of the Unstoppable Podcast. I hope that you are blazing a trail this week and making things happen. On the show last week, we had the amazing Reg Lenny, who talked through the exact 10 steps that he goes through with his A-list clients to help them to take their mental and physical performance from great to extraordinary. This week, I'm delighted to announce that we finally have our first female guest on the show. It's been a long time coming, but it's going to be worth the wait, and I'm incredibly excited about who I have secured for you today. Now, I normally introduce my guests by sharing their background and their accomplishments, But my guest and I had a little fun in the introduction section at the beginning of the interview today. So I'm going to let the tape roll and you'll all find out all about today's guest in just a moment. And I'll drop a little hint for those of you in the know when I brief you on what we're going to cover in today's show. However, let's get serious for just a moment. This interview is one of the most powerful conversations that I've ever had in my life. And the conversation wasn't even about me. The impact has been profound. I took about an hour after the interview just to reflect upon everything that I'd absorbed during the hour that we had together. Our guest today has a truly extraordinary gift, and I'm honored and delighted to be able to share the same experience that I had with you today on the show. Trust me, you're going to want to remove all distractions, put an hour aside and allow yourself to be fully present to take in everything that we talk about today. We take a deep dive and lock down the truth about going all in on an epic life. We discuss how to embrace the concept of effortless creation to experience true transformation. We talk about the magic that can come from your pain, and if that was not enough, you'll learn the path to discovering your own unique genius. Words do not describe the power of this episode. Are you ready? I am delighted to introduce Marcy Locke to the Unstoppable Podcast. Welcome, Marcy, to the Unstoppable Podcast. I'm absolutely delighted to have you on the show today. Uh, For the listeners, would you mind just giving a frame to uh, the audience exactly who you are and what you're doing right now? (laughs) Well, uh, I I actually, you know what, Dan, I love to throw it back and see what do you actually think I do? (laughs) Love it. I love that. Careful. Keep me on my toes. It's good job I have a standing desk for this podcast. I'm ready to bat it back. That's right. I'm here to just (laughs) smile and enjoy. Let's see what you got to say. So I I believe that you work with high-level influencers to really help them to not only master their own craft and, and really hone their superpower, but live a really fantastic life in every paradigm of their life. So whether it's their body, their mindset, their relationships, and how they experience life as a human being, and not just on that magic superpower that makes them great at what they are in business. Would that be a decent... You know, I could, I could hire you for marketing. That was pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> so the only thing I'd, I'd add to that is fucking fantastical. Nice. Like we, don't, we don't just stop at fantastical. We nice. don't fucking fantastical. Let's have it ultimate. Yeah. So, I mean, just like you said, 
I'm known as the ultimate life catalyst, uh, the body mind mentor. I work with high level game changers and influencers around the world. I'm actually coach the, the biggest business in the world that's been deemed in, in, you know, as the biggest business in the world, um, have everything from personal clients to masterminds to products, TV speaking, et cetera, everything from a mind body breakthrough program to, oh my gosh, a goddess revolution experience, a baddest breakthrough catalyst experience in Colombia and Costa Rica and all over the world. So um, yeah, the, it's, it's all about if you're not living in awesomeness in every aspect of your life, then there's an inner block and there's a reason why you're not allowing yourself to. So you, you pretty much nailed it. It was, it was good. See, I didn't need to say anything, Dan. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so it's, I understand that you've, you've been on a bit of a journey to, to create this fucking fantastical life and this life of awesomeness. So would you mind walking me through where it kind of all began? Where, where did this whole journey begin for you? Awesome. Well, uh, you know, I think it starts obviously even before we're, we're born because we're already soaking in embryonic food with beliefs and thoughts and words and energy and, and hearing everything. So, but we won't go that deep. I won't go that woohoo on everybody <laughs> okay. right out the gate. Uh, I mean, from the time I was four years old, my first memory is, um, is hearing my mom really upset about her body and being like complaining about five pounds of gaining weight. Like she worked so hard. And as a four year old, looking through at my mom through, you know, my eyes, seeing her out of love. I, I remember saying at the time, I was like, well, maybe God gave it back to you because you needed it. Like, I was just like, you know, that was super cute. And I was just like, saw my mom through love. And that started mm. it for me. I remember after that going, uh, walking with my mom and, and I was so excited to go outside and like reach up to hold her hand and go walk. And she was like, oh, I mean, it wasn't even traumatic. She was just like, oh no, I have to do this with my arms. Like you have to, you know, old school workout was like swing your arms back and forth and like sway your hips. Right. And like do that little swag, like fast walk. Right. To, to burn calories. And, and I didn't know what calories were, but I, I remember a decision was made at that point. If I, my body's so important, if I don't look a certain way, all I knew was that that was what she was striving to, you know, be something or look a certain way to, to, to be accepted and to be good enough. And so that made an impact on me. And I, I remember making a decision, oh, if my body doesn't look a certain way, I'm not good enough, which started and stemmed into perfectionist identity, which we start these things when we're this young mm. as to how I'm supposed to show up, what I'm supposed to look like, how I have to act, the mask I get to wear so that I'm accepted and validated and loved and all these things. And that stemmed into perfectionist identity. And, and uh, 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 my, all my teenage years was focused on, I mean, literally from the time I was four, people were like, from the time you were four, you were focused on the body, but that's really when it started for me. Yeah. Um, you know, sicknesses, diseases. I had everything from, a, you know, a heart attack at 19. I had breast cancer at 24. I had uh, stalkers, rape attempts, kidnappers all growing up. I had tons of sicknesses and diseases because I saw all these things that made these beliefs for me. Like my dad had diabetes, he actually passed away when I was 15. And so from the time I was young, him always being sick and I had tons of family members that died of sicknesses and cancer and all these things. I believe the body was sick. It didn't work. Um, it was a struggle. It was something you fought. It was pure luck. You just like next thing you know, oh, so-and-so poor thing has this and oh, now so-and-so has this. And it was just like out of control. Hence also seeing like life hard, grew up on a farm where we, we had to grow own food to survive. And so by six, I was working three jobs just to help even pay for so I could play soccer or I could do ballet for a little bit or, you know, anything like that. And all these belief systems created my experience, which was my beautiful growth process and journey. Um, where really most people don't hear a lot of that part of my story. They just hear, you know, eight years ago, it was about seven, eight years ago, I found out I had a cheating husband, I got divorced, I became a single mom of a one and a four-year-old, and I went and became a waitress at 28 years old because I just felt so broken. And I was like, how do I take care of my kids full-time? You know, they weren't old enough to go to school and feed them. Mm. And the only thing at that time feeling that broken was will go be a waitress at night, you know, right. and I'd never been a waitress my entire life. And so, uh, at 28 years old, I paid a friend to sleep on my couch at night 
so I could, you know, take care of my kids during the day, basically, you know, have them right before bed or put them to bed and go be a waitress all night long. Um, and just so that I could put food on the table and I had, you know, 10 bucks to my name and was $2 an hour waitress. And that's when I was like, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm going somewhere else. I'm going somewhere different. And I'd actually started to really study the mind probably from the time I was like 17. I was so desperate for something different, working three jobs. Like my dad had passed away and I was helping my mom try to feed the family and just try to go to college and do all these things. And it was just, and you know, I, I stopped sleeping when I was 11 cause I had a stalker. And so it's like, I was on Ambien and, or like for, for sleeping and Zoloft for depression. And I was like going, doing 12 hour shifts back to back in three different jobs. And I was just like, I got to do something different. So I started studying the mindset and I started uh, reading books and doing different things, but it was all very surface, Dan. It's like where most people stay, which is like what our self-empowerment industry actually does and why we're kind of stuck in this place where people are like, okay, I'm going to think the thought. They tell me to think the thought. And then we finally go, fuck it. Why doesn't it work? Why isn't it showing up? (laughs) Because we haven't aligned all the other operating systems. So it's like, you're striving on the surface for one thing. And in the core, you're saying something else. So it's like, I love my favorite quote by Einstein, where he says, uh, no problem can ever be solved from the same state in which it was created. So if we're, we're, we're believing on, so look at my pattern from the time I was four, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not deserving. You know, all these belief systems was what I lived in and what I exuded and what I portrayed hence. And then I, you know, had all these shitty things that happened because I believe that's what I was deserving of. And that was my comfort zone. So on the surface, all of a sudden to go, oh, I'm going to read a book about thoughts and like think and grow richer and, and like think the thought. And, and the inner belief system's like, fuck you. That's not true. <laughs> like, that's not my experience. And that's not your internal representation to you. So if you're like, oh, I am love, I'm receiving love, or I'm six pack abs, or I'm money and I'm consistently receiving money. And it's so, I'm so excited. And even if you're doing all these things, surface self-empowerment tells us to do, there's an, there's a, there's a big ass disconnect inside that's not connecting the dots. And so people wonder why they can't manifest and why they can't align to it. When the truth is when, when, when you allow, when you get rid of those blocks or you connect the dots, it's like making money is like breathing air and you know, life is meant to be so fucking effortless. And so when we, we uh, probably a lot of your audience, which is something I'd love to get into because a lot of your audience is like dealing with leaving a corporate job, et cetera. It's like we're stuck in our zone of excellence, showing up how we have to show up that what we're validated is good enough. We make pretty good money and you know, we're, we're, we're validated for it, but it's not fulfilling and it's not happy and it doesn't feel good. And so it's like life is just, we're so used to life going through the motion. So uh, I told you I could go off forever on parts of my story, but I mean, what it came down to is, you know, within a year of starting the waitress job, like within a couple of months, I, I, I fully left that and just leaped like a lot of people have to do from leaving the job. And just was like, Hey, my, you know, I get to, I get to, you know, share my passion and my purpose. And probably within a year I was on TV as ABC four's nutrition fitness expert. I, I started my program in gyms, mind body breakthrough program and, uh, have built a mil- you know, multimillion dollar enterprise. Um, a lot of people know me as doing six figures a month and still to this day have not done any paid ads, no target marketing, nothing. And it's all just, just raising my hand. And again, I say every strategy works when you're aligned to your worthy of it. So that's, that's kind of the, the, uh, that's not really a nutshell. That was long. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great way to kick us off. And this, 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 it's given me lots of different threads that I want to explore. But first of all, I'd love to find out if there was a defined, a defining moment when you're in, when you're in that waitress position, was there a day or a, a moment of, where you made that decision that life was going to be different and then they all changed? How, what, how, how did that happen? How did you make that transition? Well, there's, I, I think that's a bullshit story. So many people, this is exactly what we're trained in, which is all or none. So perfectionist identity, which most of us are living and operating out of is all or none. 
Like that's why we're like, well, when I get this and this and this, then I can do that. Cause then I know I'll be successful at it, et cetera. So we kind of go all or none. Well, the truth is like, and everyone that goes through my program, they have their like, they're like, I realize it's the little tiny shifts every day that we're like kind of, I mean, I could call it retraining, but really what I do is I help people unlearn, uncondition, uh, you know, <laughs> uncoach them to remember how they're meant to operate. And you listen to my freedom audios, which was like talking about how we're meant to effortlessly create and how easy it is when we're in tune with our feelings and, and everything that we've been given, but we disconnect from that because from time or little, we're like, no, 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 I can't feel this. So yes, I, I, I mean, I had moments in my life where there was, you know, heavy things that happened that I was like, oh my gosh, huge realization Yet it's not the all or none. It's not like one day me going, I'm doing something different. I mean, because guess what? This is just like Dan, and this is why I'm talking about the bullshit that we live in where we think something's going to change, but we're not doing something actually different. You go to a weekend seminar. That's just like making a big decision. I'm going to change. You listen to all the content. You're like, that was awesome. I'm going to implement that. What happens Monday and Tuesday? Your shit shows up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So like, when people's shit shows back up, they literally don't know how to act or operate any other way. That is, they, they only know how to respond and what they've built is their identity, their patterns. They're subconsciously actually living right now. They're not consciously living. They're subconsciously living based on all the pre-decisions, parameters, beliefs, stories, I, you know, all these things to be who they are. So they don't know how to change it. So it's just like when you make a big decision, I'm going to change it. Have you ever heard anybody be like, I'm going to change it. But then what happens the next day? They got to go, okay, what's the first inch? What's the next inch? You have to take it when you're changing uh, your patterns with your body, you take it a, a meal at a time, a workout at a time, a day at a time. When you're changing the patterns in your relationship, same thing. When you're changing the patterns in your business, it's like, otherwise it's just like, I'm going there. Shit shows up to hold you back in your comfort zone and people don't go anywhere. So yes, I believe like you can have a moment that's like, oh wow. I, it's like, let me call myself on some truth here. And, and I want people to be real and call themselves on the bullshit and say, I want something different. But what it really takes is you put your head the fuck down. And you start taking it, just looking for that next inch at a time. Like, okay, so what's next? Okay, what's next? Because when we look up, so let's say, for instance, for me, $2-an-hour waitress, 10 bucks to my name, two kids to feed. If I was like, I'm going to an epic life, I was like, how the fuck am I doing that? The, I, I, I can't even see a way. I don't even have to pay the bills. Like, it was just like I was barely surviving moment at a time. So when you look up and you're like, you, you can't even imagine. I couldn't have even imagined the life that I live now at that point. So you see that and you're like, Hey, that's where I'm going. And that's why I mean, that's what I say is the all in I'm going all in on an epic life. And I knew I was, I was not going to stay where I was at. I was going to an all in epic life, but I'd put my head down and be like, Hey, what's the next inch. So even for me, you were saying like, what was the kind of the decision or the thing is I remember taking the simple things that I'd learned in the mindset and be like, Hey, how do I apply this? So, so, uh, for me, I was like, okay, I'm going to make 130 bucks in tips tonight. And everyone who's used to making like 20 bucks, 30 bucks at the most in tips. Like that's literally what you'd make uh, for the evening. And I just was like, I'm making over hundred bucks in tips. And I declared it and I told everyone it. And I'm like, I got excited about it. I'm like, I'm curious. I'm like, I'm so excited to see how this shows up. And I'm just going to like focus on this. And so I took it one night at a time. And I do that. And I'm like, I only attract the very best customers and people love me. And literally I would get people all of a sudden that I would become my tables that would put down a tip bigger than the meal. And, and every night that I started to see implementing, like, this is what I'm going to focus on. So I'm just going to take an inch of time and be excited, which is faith energy, curiosity, wonderment, excitement versus fear energy, lack and scarcity. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and literally like every night I started getting over hundred bucks and I started setting like, okay, so I'm going to make 500 bucks a week. I mean, literally now I'm like, holy shit, 500 bucks a week. And then, okay, so then I can, you know, go, then I looked at other ways that I could go network or, or, or I started, um, I wanted to coach. 
and I started selling, like I created these DVDs and started selling them for like 20 bucks. And I'd like literally be at, at the table with the people. So I worked at Olive Garden. Yeah. And I remember I'd get people that are like, wow, you got some uh, guns under that shirt. It was like wore these <laughs> like boy man shirts, like the, the dress up shirts. And I was like, yeah, did you know that those, those uh, breadsticks have like 12 grams of fat? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I would literally slyly pitch them on buying my CDs and stuff like that. I was doing whatever it took, but just focusing on what's the next inch, what's the next inch. So I could go, go all in on making that decision. Awesome. And when you talk about uh, you, you, you want to have this vision of this epic life, at that point, did you have clarity? I mean, one of the biggest ch- troubles I come across when I'm speaking to people from the podcast that have been listening to the podcast for a while is how to find that moment of clarity mm-hmm. and f- to find their big thing, to find the epic vision of where they want to go. They really, I think, overcomplicate. So what, what kind of process did you go through? How did you define your epic life? What, how, did that, how did that pan out for you? Well, and that's why I say, like, so the universe, when, you, when, when you've already thought it out, as clear as you can get and you see it and you, you can uh, like create that vision, the universe actually will bring it to you way bigger than you ever can imagine. And it's already done. It's already on its way. The challenge, Dan, is most people will not hold to that. So it's like they'll, they'll go, oh, I'm going to do this. And then they run from it. They, they go into the, all the other shit that keeps them from it. And that's why the internal game is the, the key, the end result to getting there. So, I mean, when I think back of it, when you ask me that question, I think back of like being the waitress. I, I, I just... I couldn't, I just knew I was like, the first vision was I'm going to, I'm going to just start my business and rock out my business and be able to pay my bills and take care of my kids with that. So I remember even when I went from, um, you know, I'd created a program in gyms and then I started like having this inspiration come to me of, of getting it out to the world. I'd have people hear about my program and message me and be like, when are you coming to Yugoslavia? Or when are you coming to, and I was like, uh, I'm in a gym in Utah. Like, you know, and they had to literally like the friends and families, you know, cause it was mindset and it started with the body focus and the mindset. And so people were like messaging and like, when are you come in here and, and I just started feeling and getting this inspiration, I get to take this more to the world. Well, next thing you know, so I'm like, cool. So then I was like, how, how else do I get to do this? And asking questions, right? Because the quality of your life is determined by the quality of questions you ask. So again, now we've created fear energy. It's actually man-made. The only energy that actually exists is love energy. Everything is based at love energy, which is curiosity, wonderment, excitement is what creates things. And that's actually the only energy that exists. And that's why we have what we have. We have this whole world around us. We, in our man-made human brains created fear-based energy, which is lack, scarcity, worry. So it's like, we see, we've been trained to see things through what if, oh no, you know, this doesn't happen, that, da, 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 and rejection and fear of judgment, etc. So we're operating out of that instead of the faith-based energy. But when we can actually choose to ask questions like, ooh, what, what, what could this be and what could this look like? So I, I literally was like, hey, what, what's the next step? What could this look like? And um, so my point being, even just going, okay, I'm going to take this to the world. And I start asking questions, what does this look like? All of a sudden what drops in my lap is these investors are like, we've been looking for a fitness expert to be the image of da, 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 da. And then we found you and you do all this mindset stuff that literally blows everybody's worlds up. Everything in their life shifts and change. And they're like, so then that was the next step of how I got involved, you know, with, with bringing my, my business online. And I mean, we could go into so many so many principles of truth here, but even when my experience with them, because I was still in a place of not trusting myself and, 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 and learning and breaking through all my beliefs around, you know, things being hard, et cetera, is I remember sitting with them and they were like, if you do all this stuff, we're going to do all this, like the back end technical stuff that I, at the time didn't believe, you know, again, I, I, I didn't, I hadn't broken through a lot of stuff. I was like, they were like, well, you'll make 15 grand a month. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> so even for that, I mean, now it's like I probably pay 15 grand a month just for my kids' school and, yes. and their, their tutors and nannies to support them. 
And I got a perfect, beautiful process with them where I got to experience a lot of growth. And then I got to separate and be able to create my own stuff. And, 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 you know, be, to, again, to be able to trust myself and just keep moving next step, I was creating a hundred grand a month and then, you know, 500 grand a month and just, it keeps building, but I could have never imagined that at the time. So let's back it to your question, which is as that waitress, you know, what did I see? I had to just like view as big as I could where I'm like, I'm going to be doing my own business. And, you know, so I have, I get to take my kids to school and pick them up after school. And I just envision as much as I could and see it with the most clarity that I could. And that that allowed me to go, okay, now what's the next step? How do I start moving towards that? How do I reverse engineer and go, okay, so what's the next step? It might be, so I still had my waitress job and was like, going to networking events on the side and trying to sell my DVDs and do stuff with a goal of like, okay, I'm going to get to, you know, creating this much money. And I'm just, I'm like done, I'm quitting my job. And then I just left and was like, Hey, I get to go create, I get to be in that faith energy and create. So the, I think the, the, the key that I'd love people to hear isn't just do the vision because I mean, you can do the vision, you can be focused on the vision, but something that the deeper disconnect Dan, that most people have is that they're speaking something different. So say they see the vision in their mind, maybe they visualize it at night. But then during the day, they're speaking hard. They're speaking things that are a disconnect from actually creating it. They're feeling the feelings of like scared, worry, what if this doesn't work out? So see, these other operating systems are saying, nope, you don't deserve it. Nope, you don't want it. No, you're not worthy of it. Now, earlier I t- I'd said to you, if somebody says, you know, um, if they've had a, a let's, let's use love for an example. This is an easy one. If they've had shitty ass relationships and love and also they're like, I'm receiving love. You know, I, 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 I have so, I have love every day. I'm excited to see how love shows up. They haven't changed their internal representation of love. Mm. So what they're actually asking for is bring me more shitty ass love. I'm so excited to see the shitty ass love. I'm excited to receive the shitty ass love because all they know is love in that way. So yes. until you change your internal representation as well and your operating systems to be able to connect to that, you can have this vision, but the vision is necessarily going to have a lot of resistance showing up to get there. So all those beliefs and, and a kind of blueprint that's created through all the experiences you have, particularly during the formative years, how does someone then like scratch up that blueprint and move on those things that potentially hold them back or cause them to sabotage and separate them from that life they want to create? How do they go about, what's the first step someone needs to do to, to start kind of not necessarily repairing the damage because I don't believe anyone is damaged, no, <laughs> damaged as a human all. being, but how, how do they make the shift so that they, they can be realigned to that love power as opposed to that fear power? How, what's the first thing someone needs well, to do? Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the, the greatest messages I love people to hear because they're bombarded with the opposite, which is untrue and which is why, or it's, it's true for each person, but it's why as a society we're struggling is drop the fight. Okay. So see, we've been told that, uh, you know, success is hard. Money's hard. Relationships are hard. The body's hard. We've been taught again to operate out of this, this, this fear-based energy. So we're, even if we're like, okay, so what am I going to do? And we, we, we talk about it or say things like, you know, uh, that it's hard or success is going to be hard or I have to, I have to give up or sacrifice. We're fighting, right? We're, we're, there's a fight energy. I've got to fight this. So what are you declaring and asking for? More shit to show up, more fight. The thing that I want people to hear, and I know you believe this because you talk about, um, you know, you're not really praising anybody's a guru, which I think is awesome. It's like, what, what do we know? What can we share together in our truth to, to, to share our, our, you know, divine genius to have greater? Well, the truth is, Dan, is Every single person is over 37.2 trillion uniquely designed cells. Yes. Every single person has their own voice box. You have your own toe prints and fingerprints. Literally, even if you're a twin, you have your own of these things. You have like no one 
can be designed like you. And yet, what have we been raised on? We've been raised on a game of comparison. It has to look like this. This is the parameter. This is the box. This is what's normal. This is what relationships look like. And, or, you know, even down to this is what divorce looks like, or this is what a job looks like, or anything. This is what you're supposed to act like in a restaurant, blah, 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 blah. All we've been raised on is stories and parameters. And, and uh, comparison is the thief of all joy. So, so it's like if we were told from the get-go that we're meant to be unique and different and we're meant to have different experiences, we wouldn't judge our experiences. We wouldn't have a judgment of it's good or bad or wrong or right. It just is. It's just an experience. So when we drop it back to make it simple, and this is what's so interesting, it's so fucking simple. And yet 98% of people stop going after what they want after two to three tries and 19 out of 20 fail at getting what they want. That's why I'm like, this is our, our self-empowerment industry in the systems we've been operating out of aren't working. You can't just change the pattern or behavior. You get to change the model, the model that you're operating out of. And that's why I say like when we're striving on the surface to like, okay, so what's the next thing I got to do? What's the next thing I do? If you haven't changed the inner shit, you're just doing this surface behavior that's create the symptom is not the symptom that's showing up. Like, let's say lack of money. Money is not an, a money issue because money is an inability to receive. So the amount of money that you're creating in the world or you're receiving is just a reflection of the amount of value you create for the world and how much you love yourself. So you see all these people, Dan, you might have a lot of them on your listener base that they have gifts and genius to share and they're so good at something and they're amazing at something. Why the fuck are they broke? Mm -hmm. Because they don't feel worthy to receive money in exchange for their value to raise their hand and say, this is what I do. Let me, let me share with you my, the things I've learned that are my freedom. Would you like that? And the people that are like, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Come to them and they do an exchange of money. So, when we, when we break it down to what's the simple truths of it, it's, it's uh, when we understand if I'm a divine miracle, I obviously deserve to have everything I want. And, and so we can, but yet we've been, you know, under these stories and these ideas that I'm undeserving, I'm not worthy, et cetera. You're a divine miracle. So this is what I'd love people to hear is that your creation is so effortless. When we look at it, if we, if we go outside and we go, uh, you know, to let's say the fruit tree, apple tree, right. And we say apples. I'm just, I'm just checking in because everyone's talking about lack and scarcity. Is there, is there scarcity coming? Is there scarcity right now? They're like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm going <laughs> to produce more apples. I'm still producing apples, right? If we go to the grass and we ask the grass, is there, is there scarcity? They're like, uh, I'm still growing grass. I mean, look at it. The sun rises every day with ease. The, the grass doesn't struggle to grow. The birds don't struggle to fly. You don't struggle to breathe. So you sitting here right now, I'm just breaking this down so people have no more bullshit excuses as to why they can't create. Right now, sitting here, you are vibrating in energy. There's energy coming from you. What you're existing in is an energy. Just like if, if you hug somebody, Dan, if you hug your wife, you're like, oh, sweetness, I love you, you feel so good, right? If you hug someone else, that's like, you've probably experienced this. You hug somebody and it's like hugging a rock with limbs. Yes. Like yeah. pat, 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 pat. That's energy, <laughs> okay? So we all are, are giving an energy and energy is all around us. So you're vibrating energy. You're thinking thoughts that are putting something out to the universe. You're speaking something. If you're like, yeah, I can't because, or this was so hard, or I'm tired, or blah, you're speaking shit. You're declaring exactly what you want. So you're perceiving things. Every situation, you're choosing to perceive it as it serves you or it doesn't or whatever it is. You're, so you're in power and choice of your thoughts, your perceptions, your words, and what you feel and the actions you take. So you're effortlessly creating right now just sitting here. It's that easy. So whatever you have, your results show what you've been committed to. Because I always say, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you're committed to. You deserve everything. You're a divine fucking miracle. 
You have your own unique genius that no one else in the world could, can have. You have your own fingerprints and you have all your own perceptions and beautiful journey and everything. And only you have a gift of whatever it is that's your gifts and genius to share can only come from you like you can deliver them. Even if there's 5 million other people that claim to do what you do, you are only you that can do it that way. And so yet you deserve it all, but what do you have as a result? If you have shitty ass relationships, that's what you're committed to. If you have a shitty body, that's what you're committed to. If you have, you know, your finances are feast famine game all the time up and down, that's what you're committed to. So when we drop around, drop it all back. Okay. Just showing people, this is how easy creation is. Cause you can see it. Sun's coming up every day. You know, birds are flying. Creation doesn't ever stop. Mm. It's effortless. That's why I say money is like breathing air to me now. Now, I grew up on a farm where I had to have three jobs at six to have enough money for food and help my family. So I get it. I get the stories, but they're all just stories that you've been told, right? So, So awareness, you can start and you're like, what's the first step, Mars? You can become aware, but awareness doesn't do jack shit for people. Because 99.9%, I'll say 100% of people are walking around in total awareness. You're aware where you sabotage. You're aware where you hold back. You're aware where you guard yourself. You're aware where you fuck yourself over, but you don't know how to change it. Because, like I said, on a, you could go to a weekend seven and be like, ooh, I'm super aware. And then Monday, Tuesday comes around, your shit shows up and you're triggered and you go right into your same patterns and associations. And you might not be fully aware of the patterns you're doing, but you're aware of like, you're not, you have the, your results. Because they're right in front of your face, mm, mm, right? Absolutely. So awareness is, a, 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 you know, I mean, everyone always says awareness is, yeah, you get to become aware of it, but until you actually do something about it, it's not going to change. So I actually teach, and I, you probably heard it on the five or the freedom audios, which I'm, I'm happy to, you know, you can give your audience access to if you want awesome. the, awesome. the freedom that'd be, audios. Cause that, that'd be, that'd be that is literally, yeah, that is literally one of the, that came through me as like a gift to the world. One of the core game changers of teaching us how we're meant to operate. So let's drop it back and see how much more easy we can, you know, actually create something when we're in tune. So I use an example, I think in those audios, we're talking about like, you could be, uh, you know, two or three or four years old and you playing with a friend and you get pushed down, right? And you go run into your parents crying and you run up to your parents crying, Dan, what's, what, what, what most likely is the response from the parents? You know, be concerned. What's wrong? Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's wrong? You just said it, right? Yeah. What's wrong? So we're taught from the time we're little, emotion is wrong yeah. and bad. It means something is wrong. And we're taught to, and it, or it's, shh, 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 it's okay, it's okay. It's like, shut it down, stop crying. You know, that's not okay. Don't express that. It, all these things we're taught from the uh, time we're little is expression is bad, emotion is bad, it has to look this way, shut it down, it's not okay. So instead of, what if our experience was, what are you feeling? What are you feeling? It's like, I feel sad. My friend pushed me and what, why, you know, and and we get to actually look at it and see what we're feeling and why we're feeling that way. And is it really true that, you know, so we take on these beliefs. People are mean from the time they push them. I can't tell mom and dad. I can't express. I have to shut it down. I can't express my emotion. So we're literally these disconnected beings when this is the truth, when, when every single emotion is just feedback, right? It's telling us what's going on. So even people start to attach pain to things and they go, Oh, pain's bad. Well, if you didn't experience pain, you'd be in the same fucking stagnant place for the rest of your life. Because mm. pain just says, ooh, I don't, ooh, that doesn't feel good. I don't like that. What, mm, why? What's going on? What, what am I doing? What are, you know, what am I creating? What's going on that I'm creating this pain so I can feel, I can create something different. So when we were talking about before people making a decision, most people won't make a decision until the pain is too much. Where they're like, ah, I, the pain's enough that I got to do something different to have pleasure. So they get, if, if, if the pain's not really that much, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm okay with this. I'll stay in my comfort zone and what I believe. 
And this is the other thing that I want people to hear is that this is why we live in a belief system of either or. I can either have this or I can have that. I can either have the body or the business or I could have the relationship or the business, but I can't imagine having it all. Well, where did that come from? (laughs) If we're effortless creators that are limitless, infinite possibility that right now, just fucking sitting here, Dan, you and I are vibrating in energy and things are on its way and I'm literally creating more awesomeness flowing into me because that's my norm now. If that's how easy creation is, then why would we, if we fully, so there's two, there's a disconnect I want people to hear. The only reason you have the results that you have, you either aren't, don't love yourself or, so it's like, let's, let's turn around. If you knew you're this effortless of a creator and you are fully capable of creating anything that you want and you're fully worthy of it, would you be accepting, settle, sacrifice, tolerating, or any shit? If you knew I'm fully worthy and I'm fully capable, what would you be experiencing? Your experience would become your reality in terms of, you know, if that's your true belief of who you are and how life is, then that would become your experience of life. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't tolerate because exactly. you know, you know, you know, you're high, the highest form of creation capable of anything. And it reminds me actually, my, my very first guest on this show, we were delving into beliefs and I was asking what his core beliefs are as an, as, as an entrepreneur. And his, his number one response was a guy called Alex Morton. He said, I am God's highest form of creation capable of anything. And he filmed it on live Facebook Live, this podcast mm-hmm. interview. And you can go back and watch it and, and see the words coming out of mouth, his mouth. And you could silent you can actually silence the interview and, and know it's not just words. It was a feeling. It was deep ingrained with him. Because you can you can say the words over and over in your head. If you don't believe it, you don't internalize it, then nothing will change. So I was just watching this guy with this really interesting experience and then absorbing how he uh actually embodied that that words those words themselves and actually became his reality yeah so something you tapped on right as you were saying like we can say it all day long but we and this is why i'm talking about feelings when the feeling doesn't match it when you say i'm six-pack abs but your inner self is like fuck you you are not when you're like i'm so abundant and it's like oh money's hard you don't feel it complete disconnect it can't create it so you just even said it he literally knew his core and his cellular level i am god's greatest creation so the, and what I, so what I mean is when you are aligned to that, when you know you're, when you're fully know you're worthy and you're fully capable, you would not be settling or sacrificing. I'm guessing, I'm imagining you'd be flying and experiencing everything awesome. So why would we ever believe I can only have the business and I have to sacrifice my relationship or vice versa if we're aligned to that? So it, it, when we go back to, you know, so, so let's let, let, I want to give your, your peeps a tool, right. To, to utilize. Cause you said, how do people start the process. How do they break through all this beliefs and shit? So it's like, you're aware. So, so this is the, the, the main idea. Knowing we're this infinite, amazing individual, we're meant to feel good all the time. You notice Dan, when you feel awesome, you're like on fire to create, you have ideas, you want to act on them. You're happy. That's creation energy. That's that, you know, curiosity, wonderment, excitement, feeling good. That's how we're meant to operate. Now, the moment we feel off, you might feel sadness. You might feel anger, something happens, you get triggered from something because it it triggers an association of belief and identity. Someone might say something and you instantly take on, oh, that means I'm not good enough because you took on a belief system. You're not good enough. So the instant you don't feel good, this is what I tell people. This is how simple it is. Go inside, go internal. What am I feeling? Oh, I notice I'm feeling, you know, heaviness. And and you, you heard in my freedom audios and, and just to give people an idea on these audios, 
you'll get to understand how, what, like even what feelings are associated to you. So you can go feeling heaviness in my chest, like, oh, I'm sadness. What can I really be sad about? And a, a little, um, to, to back this up, a little, uh, story that I shared on those audios was how one of my personal clients, she was, you know, she owns like this massive, uh, uh, facility in Texas, like one of the, the biggest, uh, you know, I can't even remember what it is, but it's like a, uh, medical facilities. And, she was having shit show up that day. And she's like, I'm like, what are you feeling in your body? So I'm instantly like, let's tune into what, what's going on. How, cause how we're meant to create is be connected to this divine tool that we have. Like, what are you feeling in your body? She's like, heaviness in my chest. I'm like, Ooh, okay. So what are you sad about? And she asked herself, well, like, what am I sad about? It's like, I don't trust myself. So we backed that all the way down to when she was two years old, she peed on the floor as a toddler. Her dad said something which she took on. I don't trust my own body. I don't trust myself. And then we saw how that belief started to stem into her whole life. I don't trust myself in relationships. I don't trust myself with money. I don't trust myself. Da, da, da. I'm not good enough. And how that stemmed and created the life experience she has now. So something happens and you get triggered and we're off. We're out of this alignment of remembering we're a divine, perfect individual and whatever's showing up in front of us. If we didn't judge it, it's just an experience. We just take it as feedback. So like, Ooh, what am I feeling? I feel this way. Why? Oh, well, what's really true. And we can kind of break it down. Well, what do I want? So even in this circumstance in front of me, what do I want? Okay, so what would I get to create or what would I get to do? And like, what's my new belief and perception about this? So I can take an action and create something different. And it's through this process that we start taking little tiny different actions and become in control of our lives moment by moment. So we're actually consciously creating and consciously making decisions and consciously taking actions and consciously like looking for what we want and, and, and speaking what we want and feeling what we want that we become that individual. Like that's our being, that's the energy that we're vibrating. So I, I, one of the, the personal clients I have that I coach is like a worldwide organization. It was named like the biggest business in the world. And people are always like, how did you get that business? Or I get internet and sales gurus. How do you do the numbers that you do? That's crazy. Cause I do everything. Like I've only done organic Facebook. I still to this day have not done any paid ads. And I'm like, well, I guess I didn't decide it was, I didn't know it was crazy. I chose that it wasn't crazy. And any strategy work when you're lying. So just like I got this business, I didn't go try for them. I'm not striving. I'm not in hard or, you know, settling or sacrificing in any way. In fact, I'm honoring myself. My life's very harmonious. Every aspect of my life is fucking awesome. So what happens? These just show up for me because I'm vibrating at that level that these things just come to me and I'm like, cool. Yeah. Awesome. This, this fits into, it's a fuck yes fit for me is what I want to create with you. So that's kind of like a, you know, the big overall vision of where you, you automatically already have this stuff inside you. When we get triggered, we're trained to run from it, to hide, to distract, to validate, to do all these behaviors and patterns to run away from it. Instead of like, ooh, interesting, I'm feeling this way. It's not, it's not feeling good. How do I realign to that? And the more you create that as your evidence and you take those simple, small little steps, inch by inch, you, that becomes your new vibration, your new energy, what you're in. And it's almost like every time you do something, Dan, you create a, a groove in your mind. So it's like you're creating new neural pathways. So when, if maybe you start dating somebody and you, you lose your temper and you get mad at them and it was like uncomfortable and it was weird, but then you do it again and you do it again mm -hmm. and you do it again, it becomes easier and easier and easier and it becomes your behavior and it comes the neural pathway. Same thing. Now we're just realigning new neural pathways. And it's just like even meditation, every time you meditate, you actually are raising your vibration. The old habits can't exist in that vibration. Just like people, when you start to shift what you focus on and how you are, the shitty ass people drop away from your life and all those things. But you get to be the one who says, okay, I, I choose to be in, in that person. You know, the people that want, this is my experience instead of following what the norm believes. I always say Mark Twain says it best. When you find yourself on the side of the majority, it's time to pause and reflect, mm -hmm. do something different. So 
I mean, that's, that's really interesting, you know, especially when you said about the business and that you've done everything organically. You know, you get all these internet marketers who have developed their own unique set of rules about, which is exactly just how they see the world and their, their yep. experience. And then they try and fit your experience into their experience and inflict, inflict their rules on you, which is such a common habit amongst human beings that they mm-hmm. create this de- defined boundaries, which then people assume beca- should become someone else's reality. Whereas someone who's truly aligned with who they are as a human being is able to say, actually, I create my reality in any given moment. And that my experience of life is controlled by me. So it's just, it's just fantastic to hear that. But it also leads to a couple of questions for me, really, in terms of in terms of your business, we've, we've, we've gone kind of deep down into the mindset of uh, how you can create real change in your life. And I think that's such it's fact it's everything but then how does someone on the surface level then how do they translate those shifts internally and create the results externally well the, that's what i'm saying is the results externally will always show up mm. from your mm. so and, and i'm not saying we just sit around and meditate and vibe it right like that's a disconnect too is you know people watch the secret and go oh so this is why i'm saying there's all these these operating systems you have your voice language your you know i, I say we have a shitty ass languaging system we've been taught um, cause we talk about what we don't want. Well, I don't want this to happen and I don't want that. And I'm worried about that. And so all we're doing is projecting and our minds focusing on what we don't want, which is why we get more of it. So, so, you know, to, to just sit around and, and meditate, isn't going to do it. We get to take action on it, but it's conscious action and it's a step at a time. So you, I talk about, um, so like, well, let's go through this because there's, we, you, you got a lot of peeps that are in the corporate world and maybe leaving to do their, their zone of genius. Right. So yes. when we first, uh, I'll, I'll kind of talk about the four stages of life is how I see it and how this applies to the, the, the same, the stages that we're actually operating in. So when we're first born it, as a child, think about it. What's our whole intention, our whole focus. When we're first born, it's just, mm-hmm. uh, survive <laughs> being, being in the experience we're in, right? We don't have any stories about what we should be doing or how it has to look. We're just like, we're actually creating us. So yes. we're like, ooh, do, like, what do I like? And, and so think about it. Look at it. Kids pay attention to what they love. They're like, do I like Legos? Let me play with Legos. Do, <laughs> oh, look, I like Legos. Or they're like, ooh, I don't like Legos. I'm going to go over here and I'm going to try this. And, and, and if they love something, they keep playing with it and they keep doing it and they're creating and they're discovering themselves and they're, they're like building like, what do they love? All they're doing is creating themselves. You're experiencing life as me. Kids are like, I'm running as me. I'm playing as me. I'm jumping as me. I'm crying as me. Like everything they're experiencing is they're just experiencing as themselves, right? Like in this creation. Well, as we start to get a little bit older and we get influenced with these, this is the parameters. This is how you should show up. This is what it looks like, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like you're, we're taking you to the sitters or you're going here. All of a sudden we start to feel things as a, um, as like almost like a victim, I want to say. Like life happens to me. Like I'm out of control. I'm being forced. This is what it has to look like. We start to distrust ourselves and what we want and what we think it looks like and be told, well, this is what it has to look like and should look like, etc. This is what you get to do or show up as for us to love you. So life happens to me. Well, most people, Dan, we know stay unconscious their entire lives and they can stay in that. I'm a victim. Life happens to me. I can't control my circumstances. It's lucky if you have money. It's lucky if you did do this, like completely disconnected from them being this creator. They're literally vibrating and speaking all these things. They're creating it, but they don't see themselves as creating it. They see it as life happens to me. Well, those who choose to become conscious and awaken to it, discover something different. We start to realize, oh my gosh, I choose to see life that way. And I choose to act this way and feel this way and focus on these things. I am the creator of my world. And we realize life happens from me. 
I'm the creator of my world. Now, most people stop there. And that's why I say there's this percentage where even though uh, there's three types of people, 99% live in spectator land or participant land. 1% are the creators. So 1% are creating things and the the 99% are just watching or participating. You do stuff on Facebook and I guarantee there's tens and tens and hundreds of thousands of people just spectating. They don't participate. They don't say anything. They don't want to speak up or raise their voice or be heard or be seen. There's too much fear around that. There's a few that participate and say, Ooh, that was awesome. LOL. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's the 1% that create now out of this 1% that create, I believe there's only 1% of the 1% that are living in the alignment that I'm talking about where life is fucking effortless because we know we are effortless creators and we're worthy of it. And that we've dropped all those stories and worked through that, that there's no either or bullshit game. But yet you see the rest of them in that 1% are talking like what you were just saying as, as entrepreneurs even saying, it has to look this way. It's gotta be hard. I've got to do this. Someone just tagged me on a post with Gary Vaynerchuk the other day. Cause they're like, all his videos are talking about it's hard. It's subtle. It's sacrifice. You got to give up your family. You got to do this. And I'm like, that's fine for him. That's a choice. This is what I choose mm. because when, think about it when I'm in fear-based energy and it's hard and I got to do this, what am I declaring? Of course, more hard gets to come up and I'm saying I have to sacrifice and I'm in the shitty ass energy we talked about where I can't even create. I don't feel awesome. I'm forcing myself to, and I used to do it too. I stayed up till two in the morning building my business. I got back up at 5.00 AM cause I thought I had to do it and it had to look that way. That's when my results were shitty. The moment I started to shift that and realized the only way I got something different was I do something different and I started to make those changes and realize I'm worthy of, of having a balanced life and having honoring this and having an epic relationships and amazing body and money flowing in and all these things, it's shifted for me. So the point being that, that in that 1%, they're still choosing it to be hard. They're still, they're, they're almost like I'm a creator, but I'm believing the belief systems we've been taught, which is I have to settle for it. I have to sacrifice. I have to tolerate things. It's just, this is the way it is. That's what's bullshit. So the next level that most people never align to because they don't seek it or go, go into that is the level of life happens through me. So when Mm. life happens through me, like this is how effortless it is. So with me, even, um, I could give you a hundred examples of this, of one, uh, one that comes to mind is I remember just sitting there one day and all of a sudden something said to me, it was like, um, it was like, uh, now it's time to assist the masses. I was like, huh, interesting. What does that look like? And I just asked. All of a sudden it was like, call this person. I was like, okay. This person gone through my program like four or five years before. Um, and, and I like at the time they did a networking marketing company. I didn't know why it see, but if my internal game was like, why, why would I call this person? What am I going to say? What are they going to think? Why would they do that? That's internal shit that stops people from the inspiration that's right there from Mm, trusting ourselves. I was like, okay. I literally picked up my phone, messaged a person and I was like, Hey, you just came to mind. Love to connect. And they're like, Oh my gosh, I would love to talk to you. I'm open right now. I'm like, okay, cool. We jump on the phone within 10 minutes. I had a million dollar deal on the table. Crazy. And this is, this is, she was like, she's just like, what's up? And I was like, I just had this feeling to, to connect with you. And I said, you know, I just, something's telling me now it's time for me to assist the masses. She's like, are you kidding me? She's like, we just started working with worldwide corporations to do their corporate wellness. And she's like, your program changed my life. Because again, there's a surface trigger of my program where people are like, oh, you have the body. You understand the body? How do I get the body? And I'm talking about, let's break through all your sabotage bullshit. Well, we know the body is just a reflection and a bonus of what I teach and that every fucking thing in your life is going to get into alignment. And it's the internal game. So it's like, oh, come here, sweetness. Let's teach you the body and let's get you internally aligned that fucking everything else is awesome. So I also knew it wasn't even the money. It was the idea that implementing my mind-body breakthrough program into corporate wellness and into these corporations, how many more amazing people around the world 
could actually break through this inner bullshit and live their lives to a greater degree and share their genius and their gifts and the, raise the vibration of the planet where the corporation was just like, yeah, 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 we want people to get more healthy so we save some money on health costs. Yeah, it was, so it's like, all, I didn't see that idea and it came to me by being like, boom, and this lined up and it's, it's like life effortlessly brings this stuff to you when you trust yourself and you just let it come through you. But we've been so blocked again on feeling our feelings, on being able to be, you know, choose how to focus on, know that I'm in control of my perceptions, all these things to create what we want. So I'm going to flip this for you. Those are the, those are the four stages of life. And ultimately to be in that life happens through you. It's just fucking effortless. Everything just shows up for you when you're internally aligned. That's why you ask the question. You're like, how do you create the external result? I'm like, the external result is just a reflection of what you've done internally. Mm. So when you're internally clear, the external result will show up. So if I declare like, cool. Like I came out of Columbia for my badass breakthrough adventure catalyst and was like, I'm supposed to receive million dollar clients and now assist these worldwide game changers at this level. And literally it's like people like that's crazy. Just like they told me with everything else. And and you were saying even these internet marketers, some of my top, my personal clients are internet geniuses. And they're like, Mars, how do you do email lists? I'm like, I don't do emails. Like Mars, (laughs) how do you do this? I'm like, I don't do that. Like I'm doing like an inkling of what everyone else is doing, but because I'm like, I'm deserving and worthy and I'm aligned to that all these huge things just continue to show up for me where it's like, it's easy for me to make millions and I'm not even struggling or striving. And if you ever, a great book on this too, is the surrender experiment by Michael Singer, where he's literally talking about how he just kept surrendering to what felt good and ease and flow. And he built billion dollar companies, several of them, not even trying. Same thing. We're all worthy of that. So now let's flip it. The, the, the four stages people go through in life is the first stage is usually the stage of incompetence. It's like, say that you go get a job as a grocery store bagger because, you know, it's like, it's easy and it's simple, just like I did as a waitress. Like most people could do it. You just get taught a few things and you can be a grocery store bagger, right? So zone of incompetence, anybody can do it. And then you maybe kind of start getting a few skills and you go to maybe the zone of competence. Like maybe, you know, not everyone can do it, but a big majority can. Again, it takes a few skills, zone of competence. Then maybe you move up to where your people are most likely stuck at. They're in their zone of excellence. Maybe you're a doctor or a lawyer or an accountant, or you're doing something that you're excellent at. You get paid really well for it. You get a lot of validation for it. Everyone says, pats your back and says, you're so awesome at this. So it makes it really hard to leave because life's pretty damn comfortable. We're not in enough pain to change anything, right? That's your zone of excellence, but you know, you are not fulfilled. You're not loving life. It doesn't, you're not on fire to go, you know, share this every day. It feels like work instead of like joy and passion and purpose. That's your zone of excellence. You're stuck there and, and shifting into, again, I'm fully worthy of life being fucking awesome. I'm in my zone of genius. So for me, Dan, I have someone who does my dishes, does my laundry, does the cooking. Whereas that single mom, obviously I was like, I remember struggling and going like, Ooh, could I pay somebody to clean my house? No, no, no. That's crazy. That's selfish. And all the shit that I believed at the time. Now I see it as I only do things that are fuck yes for my life. If it's, it's like, so if I say, you know, again, even everyone like, Hey, I want to talk to you. I want to do this. Even for me to say yes to your podcast, it had to be a fuck yes for me because I probably get 50 offers a week. Right. And like 50 people a week that want to connect. And I'm like, why? And they might think I'm being a bitch, but I'm like, why? I fully honor you and your time and effort and energy in mine. If I say yes to you, I'm saying no to my kids. Mm. I'm saying no to a client that is ready to work with me. I'm saying no to my life, my balance. But see, we, we live in this bullshit where it's like, I have to show up. I have to connect. Da, 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 da. It has to be hard. Da, 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 da. I have to sacrifice. And we keep getting shit. Instead of honoring ourselves and aligning to that, living in your zone of genius and letting life come through you where it's meant to be easy. So if anything, you know, I know that's, that's a... The freedom audios, I know will give people specifics on walking through that. Like we talked about those five steps to overcome sabotage and controlling that. But I want just people to hear this truth because it's so blatantly put out there that it's hard and it's struggle and it's sacrifice and it's either or. 
And I'm like, bullshit. Genius, mm. you're a miracle, you're effortless, you're breathing right now and it's not taking you any effort. You're you're exuding energy and perceptions and thoughts and ideas. You fucking decide on its way. You just get to stay in that. If you move into that. Absolutely. And there was something that came up in my mind just as you were talking about it. And when you you were talking about Gary Vaynerchuk, right? And you said about him saying that this is how life has to be and it has to be the certain way. Now, part of my objective with this podcast, you talk about spectators, right? My, my objective, some people just want to be spectators and that, that's fine. But the, it's the spectators who want to be in the game, who are kind of afraid to dip their toe in and they're absorbing all this information. They're not even necessarily comparing themselves. They're just absorbing and consuming. And the concern I have is this, that it takes people away from identifying their true self from within and, and who they are. So I know we're coming up to time, but what would you say to someone who's, they're in that spectator mode. They know they want to be in the game. They want to step in and find their authentic self. They want to, they want to find their true self, but they're consuming all this information. How does someone just block that out and, and, and go within and find who they are. Because, you know, if you're trying to model your behaviors on a different human being, you know, there's, there's, there's some benefits to doing that if you're doing it consciously and proactively because there's a certain skill set that you want to adopt. But how does someone stay, find and, and tune into their true self? So something that you said that's key is you said, how do they block that out? Okay, so is having to block something a fight? Mm, it can be, yeah. Right? Like it's saying, oh no, a, new, a negative thought comes up. Oh no, run from it. Again, see, we haven't even looked at it to go, ooh, why? Why did that thought come up? Why am I feeling this way? What's really going on here? Because if we run from this stuff, we're running, we're fighting, we're, we're trying to like force it to be happiness. We haven't dealt with our shit. We haven't, and, and, and your gift is in the shit. The only way you get rid of the darkness and it is it becomes light when you love it. So I, I'm not telling anybody to block anything. I'm like, feel it, lean into it. Let's look at it. Let's love it. Ooh, what am I feeling? So it's okay to feel every emotion, express it. Now let's think about this. If your, let's say, uh, you know, connection to whatever you resonate with, God, universe, source, higher self, you're, you're connected. Okay. You're connected through energy. And, and so let's say also you go, it's not okay for me to express anger. So you let's block that down. Let's say you have this big funnel for just imagination purposes connected to universe or, or God or source. Right. And you're like, I, I'm not supposed to experience anger. So you, you close down that funnel a little bit. You make it smaller. And, okay. I can't experience sadness. Close that down. I can't, you know, share this, these thoughts are, you close that down. You end up being this little dinky ass garden hose kind of thread <laughs> that's twisted and crunched. And you wonder why the fuck you can't manifest anything. You're not even fucking clear. So it's because we've been taught this isn't okay. It has to look this way. And judging pain and judging experience and judging our thoughts or feelings or perceptions that keeps us running from what's really going on. So my greatest darkness experiences have given me my most beautiful truths of understanding to become who I am and teach and share and, 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 and give freedom to if I wasn't willing to look at those, I wouldn't have learned from them and understood them and seen where I took them on and why I thought that way and seen all the patterns coming into my life from that or how I was reacting to life to that and why I was attracting all the things connected to that. When we just try to run past it and go through the motions, we're missing the point. That's just like thinking the thought, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm abundant. I can do this. And you're just like trying to keep, force yourself to keep in the positive, but you don't really believe it yet because you haven't broken down the negative or the things that aren't serving you, the things that are keeping you in that creation and that deserving that stuff. So 
this is why like dropping it back to like what, what, when something shows up, it's not fight it or run from it. It's look at it, mm-hmm. love it. You know? So, I mean, um, I don't know if you ever saw it. There's one of my videos from Columbia where I talk about when I, I had, you know, I, I mean, I've done 20 years of inner work and I take people super ass deep for it's my genius. I can hear in their words and in everything I can hear and understand exactly what their belief systems are, how they're operating their patterns, identity stuff. Like in a sentence, I can be like, Oh, so it's showing up this, this, this. And they're like, how did you know that? Are you psychic? <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> I can hear this just my genius. Okay. But, and because I've been on my journey of going deep into the, the internal game. And I shared how after 20 years of inner work, so there's a reason why I go down to Columbia with my, my peeps that are ready for this for my badass breakthrough catalyst. Cause we would literally go through experiences. Everything I do is cellular level transformation. So they walk out of there and they've released shame and ego and all their shit that's blocking them and creating money and all this stuff. And one of the things I found after 20 years of inner work that I hadn't even seen or found because of the, the, you know, the stuff we do down there in the jungle and sacred grounds that like, you know, it's like breaking through the conscious levels. I found that at four years old, I was holding on to all this shame that I was ashamed of who I was at four years old. I decided I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. I I wish I was invisible. And, And I remember walking through school and like wishing I had this invisible bubble around me. And all these things I'd taken on. And I felt it. And I saw out of the beauty of, oh my gosh, I was this perfect, beautiful little four-year-old. I was a divine, like I was like this perfect little beautiful gift. And I chose to take on that I wasn't good enough. And I wasn't pretty enough. And I wasn't smart enough. And I wasn't all these things. And I saw the shame that I took on and I felt it. And I like, I bawled my eyes out and I felt it. And I was like, I loved it. It was this beautiful thing that I experienced through love versus being like, oh, why do I shame? You know, because when you shame yourself or even say I'm not good enough and you're carrying shame energy for, and this is my point, anything from your past, if you're shaming it or judging it or or blaming it or anything, you're holding shame energy in your body, which is the lowest vibrating energy. That is definitely blocking you from manifesting money or anything awesome because you're saying I'm unworthy. So until you love it and you see it for what it was, oh, just like my, my, the, you know, personal client, I said at two years old, she peed on the floor and decided she wasn't, she couldn't trust her own body and couldn't trust herself. Does, do we all pee on the floor? Yeah, we do. So, <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden you're like, ha ah, silly, silly, funny human brain. Oh, this beautiful little kid had that experience and I chose this and we see it out of love and light. And all of a sudden there's nothing to hide and nothing to be ashamed of and nothing to, to fight and it's gone. So it only gets easier when we actually lean into and look at these things instead of fighting these things. So feel it. I mean, if anything I can, I can give people, it's like, and definitely listen to those fucking audios because this goes through step one. I don't feel good. What's going on? Like, and how to walk through these things. So moment by moment. So it it just takes a commitment right now to go, okay, I'm committed to going somewhere different. So I'm going to put my head the fuck down and what's the next step. And the moment shit shows up or resistance, or you feel anything that's off, go inside, look at it. And then guess what? You can release it and it doesn't have to keep showing up. And then the next thing and the next thing. And then it becomes more norm that this is how I experience relationships. This is how I experience the body. And, you know, it it literally is the, when you get on the path and the process of internal game, Dan, it can't get anything but greater and greater every day because you're literally letting go. And yet people are like, Oh no, I don't want to get on the path to change. It's hard. I'm going to fail or that's all inner bullshit. The truth is when you lean, lean into this, it just gets fucking easier every day. Life just gets more awesome. Do you want more freedom, love, joy, abundance, happiness? Well, why wouldn't we go inside and take it a step at a time to release the stuff that isn't giving us that and have more freedom every day? Wow, Marcy. Well, I think that's a beautiful moment. And uh, 
great place for us to, to to wrap up the show there's been such a fantastic magnificent conversation and you know, my mind has expanded just just listening to your responses and i've had a, a great time interviewing you today and i know that the audience will absolutely love uh, what you've spoken about today and we'll certainly put the links to the audios we've been talking about in in the show notes but for the for the listeners how can they connect with you and and find out more about your message and follow your work what's the best way for someone to do that well, thank you for that, Dan. I fully enjoyed it. I, I love what you're about in your message too. So it was fun to share. Um, Facebook every day is is probably the best way to follow me. And just because every single day I'm just sharing whatever I feel inspired to share and messages. Um, MarcyLockdown.com actually has um, a series that I created that people can go through with like lots of different videos and tips and tools. I also have an app. It's actually, we're, we're shifting some things. So it's a little, you know, gets, it's a little, it's on hold a little bit, but you can still get into it and access it. It's free on iTunes or marcylockapp.com. Spent like 20 grand just putting in my TV shows, radio shows, lots of tips and feedback and stuff. Um, and then marcylock.com. Um, obviously has a whole bunch of fun goodies as well. So it's just, you know, if you, you get into it and there's tons of value to be able to take in and you see it being a fuck yes to, to get on the path and anybody can also message me on Facebook and, and see what, what options are best for them too. Amazing. Oh, it's been, it's been an incredible experience. And for the listeners, I would highly encourage you to follow Marcy's work. You know, I've been connected with Marcy on Facebook for a little while now. And, you know, whenever her message pops up, it just hits me at the right time with the right message. So uh, I do encourage you to go and check it out. It's some really powerful stuff and a real extension of what we talked about today. So thanks once again, Marcy, for being on the show. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for sharing your amazing messages and openly and candidly sharing your story and your experiences. It's been a real pleasure hosting on the Unstoppable Show. And uh, I look forward to connecting with you again in the near future. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was lots of fun. There is so much that I've personally taken on board from this interview of Marcy. To find out how I will be implementing my insights from today's session, please tune in on Monday where I'll be debriefing on our conversation today. I'd also love to hear about what stood out for you today. So please do come on over to the blog and comment at danjgregory.com forward slash 35. I look forward to connecting with you there. A quick update from me before we sign out. This week, I have been absolutely glued to my laptop, creating an absolutely epic webinar for you. I'm in the midst of producing the pre-launch for my Unstoppable Entrepreneur Program, which I'm phenomenally excited to share with you. So if you want to introduce high-end, high-value signature products and programs to your business, consistently attract high-level, high-paying clients, create leverage and experience more time freedom, and position yourself as a thought leader in your industry, one of the good guys or girls, and most importantly, deliver massive transformational results for your clients, then I enthusiastically invite you to attend the webinar. I gave so much on the webinar that I literally had to lie down after recording it. I really went for it. So I hope you will join me. Register now by visiting dangregory.com forward slash webinar and I will see you there. That is all for this week. Remember to subscribe on iTunes for all the latest episodes. Sign up for the webinar at www.danjgregory.com forward slash webinar. It's time to unleash your greatness build your empire and live your ultimate life. You are unstoppable.